This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard, and it feels like the parrots are already circling. Uh, uncertain if you'll be able to hear them or not, but at least the neighbors aren't constructing their home today. Oh, I hope you. Uh, I hope your spouse knows we're together. And uh, what's going on in my life? Oh, those parrots are just going for it. I love it. The only thing that look, it's 11 a.m. I've been to the grocery store for no reason already, so we're off to a good start today. Let's get into the podcast. I love today's guest. He's so funny. It's Rob Hubel. Rob. Bridger. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thank you for having me. Um, the parrots of Pasadena. Are they of Pasadena? They... I don't know where they came from. <laughs> People don't care, or they may not even be able to hear it, but there are wild parrots that fly around here, and it's the worst. It's you think like, it's the worst? I, I would like to... I'm trying to spearhead a community organization that would poison or <laughs> shoot the parrots. Uh, it's been met with a lot of resistance <laughs> by bird lovers, but... I think if we can, like, maybe light their wings on fire, or I don't know what the, what the solution is. Shoot, what like the, a burning arrow, that yeah, sort of something situation. something humane like that is a great <laughs> idea. If you if you light an arrow on fire and shoot it through, they would die so quickly. <laughs> kind painlessly. of a Viking's funeral, but yes. in mass. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the parrots are kind of a problem, but I think we'll be fine today. I think we'll I, be fine. I welcome them. I have, I have, I've been in this house for two years, and... Have not seen them at this capacity before. Yeah, they. Um, I you're looking at me like I might know, uh, like I might be <laughs> I some like avian expert. Um, is that what a bird expert is called? I I don't know why they're out in full force. Maybe it's mating season. It is, is it the heat that's fall. driving them wild. Could be the heat makes the parrots more promiscuous. <laughs> it might. Um, sexy feeling yeah. in the air for the birds. Yeah, I think also the other crazy thing, again, this we're getting off on the very boring, no one <laughs> likes this part of the podcast. Yes, I, you, you always start off talking about birds and I've I, That I've has become said, the cornerstone I've of the podcast. I've always said, don't. Like, you know, put that later. Get the, get the listener with something that they can relate to, then get into the bird stuff. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I don't know whether they um, are, are horny because of the heat. They do, I think parrots live a very long time. They live like 90 years. That's true. Years. That's actually They're going to outlive us. So they're kind of circling and kind of just bragging <laughs> about how sexy and long their lives yes. are. Yes, they're like vultures, but louder. <laughs> louder and hornier vultures. What, yeah. What par- did you get at the store? Uh, I, I'm really, you went to the store because <laughs> it sounds like you've done a lot already. You already went to the grocery store, but you came away empty handed. With nothing. Is this something that you're, uh, that ever happens in your life? You go to the grocery store for no reason. And you enjoy it. I I do enjoy Whole Foods. Okay. I, I enjoy, it's no big deal, I can afford it. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy to, I enjoy the people, you know, like, right. like trying to figure out what everyone's deal is. And right. kind of like um, what everyone's going through. Because everyone, <laughs> not just at Whole Foods, but everyone that you see out is going through something. Of course, it's very empathetic of you. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I just really try to figure it out. I don't try to help them. I just try to like, in my mind, go, oh, well, that woman is fucking, she's so lost. She is hanging she by a thread. Barely, I mean, never her knows friends it. have turned on her. Her, <laughs> her marriage is in shambles. Um, but I don't offer assistance. I just sort of try to diagnose it. Right, it's more of a nosiness, just yeah. kind of. So getting that's in what there. you is that what you what do you enjoy about the grocery store when you aren't purchasing something? I mean, that's certainly part of it. Seeing the different types and wondering how did they get here, what led them to this target, what will mm. they leave with, will I interact with them in any way? Yeah. Then there's the museum aspect of it for me, yeah. which is a little like the browsing, the looking at the new products. Yeah. The, uh, Specifically at Target? Yeah, I love a grocery store. Okay. The nearest grocery store is a Target or a Food for Less. But I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very confused. Target is a grocery store? <laughs> I buy all of my wardrobe at Target. I know it's a <laughs> You look at it exclusively as a clothing retailer. Yeah, I knew it was a clothing retailer. I didn't know they were in foodstuffs. You just think that all of the those things are just kind of there by mistake. Thought, like, Get this out of my way. I need jeans. I thought... <laughs> I need stretchy jeans ASAP. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> no, I'm I'm wandering around the store. I'm browsing. I love to look at the tabloids. Yes. I don't buy I don't buy tabloids because I feel like that might be contributing to something bad. Yeah. I would love I'm trying to find a way to get free tabloids because I do think that That doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> I feel like anyone listening to this, well, first of all, a lot of people would argue that you can afford the tabloids. They're not that expensive. You think that's a life for me? I could be living that life? I think you could You could obtain that lifestyle, but you want to be given... Is there like a subscription? For me, and this is truly... And maybe I just need to give in. I feel like there's a moral issue with buying a tabloid. And you're talking about like Us Weekly? National or, Enquirer. I mean, oh, I oh, love. I just that. love seeing the front pages of all these things because they really make me laugh. Yeah. There's always something flashy and splashy. Yeah. But both. who's at the top? Yeah, frequent. Sometimes both. Flashy or <laughs> If you got flashy and splashy, you know the story is juicy. Do you, are you a, because you and I don't know each other. No. Are, are you a gossip, uh, a, a Hollywood gossip person? <laughs> I don't really care that much about the deeper gossip. Yeah. I love more just the headlines. I love the words they're using. Okay. I love, uh, 
once we get past the like the the big divorce or the devastating loss or yeah. the horrifying what have you, I don't I don't need the details. Yeah, are you? And I, I'm not here to interview you. I'm sorry if it seems like that. <laughs> well, you you came here. You wanted to make it as clear as possible. We don't know each other. <laughs> You're like, please, listener, <laughs> know that I listener, didn't know what I was walking we into. Don't know. We don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are you, and I don't want to date the podcast because oh, sure. I want this to be evergreen. Timeless. But the queen's funeral is happening. Oh, the queen, it's all over the and place. And are, I'm wondering emotionally how you are impacted. <laughs> this is what, you know, when the queen died, I thought, you know what? A lot of, a lot of people's grandmas died today. Mm. That was my feeling. Uh, and then I kind of moved on and then, but the loss for me is the queen has been fodder for the tabloids. I mean, she's been 50% of the tabloids for the last like four years. Yes. So what do we do with that space on the front of a tabloid? Yeah, I feel like the rest of her family is going to fill that void pretty easily. <laughs> are, are you are you excited about your new king? Uh, we'll see what the tabloids have to dig, dig up about him. Because I do think he's a, I mean, obviously he's a dud. Yeah. The man's a dud. He's been a dud. Yeah. Uh, everything exciting around him has been the other people in his life. Mm. It's been Diana. It's been mom. It's been the sons. What does King Charles have to offer? I mean, it's Prince Andrew. Let's yes. be honest. There's some tabloid fodder if you ever, yeah. ever talked about it. Yes. But maybe now that he's in full spotlight, yeah. we get some new information. Yes. I bet you that will happen very quickly. <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of terrible things. About. What sort of things are we talking about here? What does Charles have? I would imagine, um, I don't know. Great question. I, I would imagine like sex scandals. He just seems like such an unbelievably sexless human being oh, yeah, to me. Oh yeah, for sure. But there have to have been like, I don't know, like some willing participants or <laughs> Unwilling participant? Who knows? Something gross has happened. Something. Regardless of whether it was legal or not, he's done some gross things. Yeah. You know, and we don't have to talk about the stupid royals, but I have enjoyed the alternative take on her passing, which is pointing out how ridiculous and useless and wasteful the monarchy is. Like, right. What an obvious, like, drain on their taxpayer. Like, how much... These people are stealing. <laughs> they are stealing for, from you. Like, <laughs> they have so much wealth. For what reason? Yes, they feel like they should have, like they moved into a house and should have been evicted years and years Hundreds ago. Hundreds of years ago, yeah. And and everyone seems to agree about that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's this weird feeling of like, uh, kind of performative sadness about it. Sure. Which no one really believes they're sad. Right. Maybe there's like a small community in the Midwest that feels bad about the situation. Everyone else is like, they've gotten away with murder over and over and over. Over and over. And have contributed, as far as I can tell. And yes. God Absol bless. Actively nothing. and or at least passively like not doing anything <laughs> and like not trying to change things for the people of the Commonwealth right. around the world, you know? But like... But also just the pure financial scamminess of it. Like, yes. there's so much money that these people are getting from the, I, I, whatever. It, <laughs> you know, it's a good gig. It's a great gig. I wish I could. I mean, how do you land it? You gotta, you gotta marry in. Meghan Markle. My wife is furious that a uh, 
that a Hollywood actress is now a princess. Because I think my wife has always wanted to be a princess. Could have happened to her. She got stuck with me. (laughs) And I'm not royal. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think that that whole system is pretty outdated and ridiculous. And if you're listening to this and you disagree, call in right now. Call in. Our phones are live. And they're silent. The the phones are open. My phone, I'm showing you my phone, not ringing. The world is showing its true feelings about the queen right now. No (laughs) one cares. No one cares. Or you would be calling. You would be calling our numbers. Where was this passion that you were, I mean, the passion you were showing a few days ago, now it's gone. They didn't care. They didn't care. (laughs) Absolutely putting it on for the queen. Mm. And now the king is in charge. Is, has the funeral, as of recording right now, has it happened yet? I believe it's a um, great question on your own podcast. <laughs> thank you, um, thank you. Got one so far. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's happening now, but she uh, lies in state for like four days. Okay. Which seems excessive. Right. And, and I also just state? heard on the radio, on the, on the way over here, no big deal, I can afford a radio in my car, um, <laughs> that... She, the coffin is made out of lead and it weighs like a thousand pounds. Like, n- I'm not exactly. Are they going to sink it to the bottom of something? I don't know. <laughs> but so, you know, the, so the people that are carrying the coffin, what do, you, what do they call those guys? Those are pallbearers. Pallbearers, thank you. Uh, it's extremely heavy. Okay. Extremely heavy. So, so when th- you watch it, you know, there could be some funny bloopers. Who knows? Or some ripped pallbearers. Very yes. ripped. These guys are incredible. <laughs> Just oiled up, Just. ripped. Who are these guys? They're the sexiest pallbearers. <laughs> Topless pallbearers. That would be a good... Uh, dragging this coffin to the mud, which it will sink in. Now, uh, um, have you... <laughs> Have you been to a lot of funerals? I haven't been to that many funerals. I've been to... About how many? I would say probably f- four. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Stop the fucking podcast. We should not even be recording this. Are you? <laughs> I should be on my way to a funeral. You've been, yes. You've, in your lifetime, are you like 14? How old are you? <laughs> I just turned 11. And I turned, I'll be clear, I turned down a lot of funerals. <laughs> okay. I get the invites. So I'm like, that one's not from me. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> People are dying <laughs> like flies. They're dropping like flies, but I'm not. I'm picky. I'm very... My whole very family picky. is dead. I'm 11 years old. I've only been to two of the funerals. Um, by accident. Those two were by accident. That is... Well, you are you are really lucky, or everyone you know is really lucky. Or I'm thoughtless, and I've forgotten a lot of funerals that I've been Either to. Either way. I mean, only four funerals. I think only four funerals. There's I, so much grief feel- out there waiting for you. So much grief waiting to be explored. I mean, I will say, I think part of that, and I think I've think been thinking about this with weddings too. I grew up Mormon, and everything with Mormons happens early. Yeah. People get married early, they have kids early. So your grandparents are young, yeah. youngish compared yeah. to other people's. So I'll, I haven't had that many people in my life die yet. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, winter is coming. I know it's coming. I mean, it huge, is, like a thousand pound have, coffin is going to yeah. crush. I mean, you're going to be at some point, it'll be funeral season for you. <laughs> you got to get a snappy little black suit. Funeral city, USA. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I had a, uh, I don't know how we, I, how I'm many have sorry you been to? that I steered us into No, this. I want to talk about this. Well, I'll, I, I want to, it reminds me now of one very quick story because I want, I do want to get your take on this. Okay. 
Okay. My parents died. I'm way older than you. My parents died um, a few years ago, you know, separately. They were very old and had great long lives. But um, when I, my mom is from South Carolina and um, was in South Carolina when she died. And so I called her church to start the ball rolling mm-hmm, to get, sure. you know, a minister to to do the funeral and, every, and we were, you know, I'm going to fly in and, and do stuff with my brothers and everything. So whoever answered the phone at my mom's church, you know, uh, I was grief stricken. I don't even remember talking to this person, but they wrote down my name and my phone number. Okay. So about two months ago, I get a text from this person. Mm -hmm. My mom died four years ago. Okay, sure. So I get a text from this person and I should find it on my phone and read it to you. It makes me furious to think about this. So I, I, I might've deleted it. This person texted me and said, Hey Rob, this is so-and-so from blankety blank church in South Carolina. I answered the phone when your mom died and, um, you know, pointed you in the right direction to whoever. Hey, listen, man, I'm coming up to New York. Um, and I need a place to stay. And I was wondering if you still have your apartment in New York and if I could crash at your apartment in New York, text me back and let me know. Okay. Thank you. So I'm, I was offended by that, but I don't, I may be wrong and I'm curious. Let's get into this. So had you, did you ever cross paths with this person? No, no idea who this person is. Never seen him before. Now I've gendered him. I don't know who this person is. We're getting some details. We're going (laughs) to slowly chip away until we have the full identity. I don't know who this person is. Uh, I don't remember any kind of interaction with them. This is just someone that I think recognized my name. Right. So is a fan. I, uh, maybe a weird comedy fan right. from South Carolina. I mean, was aware that you were in New York at one point. Yes, but I've not lived in New York for, I've lived in California for, uh, I think, 15 years. Right. But uh, yes, at one point, I was in New York for a long time. I was in New York for 11 years, and um, but not when my mom died. Anyway, right. yes, this person must have thought, I guess he probably has an apartment still in New York. <laughs> But who, who would? Who, who, how many people have they gone through before they got to you? Or like, I. <laughs> Great question. Great question. At what? <laughs> yes. At what point do you go? Oh, you know who I could call? I could call Rob Hubel. How do you know Rob Hubel? Oh, his mom died, <laughs> and I was answering the phone at her church when she died. And I saved like a stalker. I wrote down his cell phone number and I kept it in my wallet for four years. And I'll fucking call him right now and or I'll text him and I'll just see if that's doable. Because he seems nice and we could be friends. Like, what? What sort of vacation is this person? What are they? What is the trip they're taking to New York that they're reaching out to you to stay in your apartment? Exactly. What are you planning? What fun are they going to be having I was furious. What was and your I'm response? still furious. I did not, <laughs> I had to be talked off a ledge. My wife, I, I told, I read my, I read it to my wife and she was like, oh my God. And I was like, I, I mean, I have to call the church, right? And like, get this guy in trouble. This is not appropriate. <laughs> Unless and he's then, running the church now. <laughs> it could be. But then um, my friend Paul Shear talked me off the ledge. Mm-hmm. He said, Look, it's probably like some 20-year-old kid that, you know, is a comedy fan, like, 
probably doesn't even work there anymore. <laughs> like, just let it go. Talk about it on podcasts. So he gave you a little story. Yeah, he gave me a story. I mean, but, is there any chance he's been in touch with the rest of your family? And they're, but, but oh my actually, God. That, then again, it would be like, I don't know, maybe he's still living in New York. Obviously, oh, your family knows where God. you are. Yeah, I don't know. And if you're listening to this podcast, sir, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck? Get your shit together. It, why are you? Oh, saving people's phone numbers who who are grieving. That's so four so years. Year, so weird. Even yeah. if you let's say it wasn't even a grieving thing, maybe you just randomly met at a party four years ago. It would still be the wildest thing to hit someone up four years later and say, "Can I stay in your apartment?" I what? I I don't know. Sometimes I wonder about that age bracket, and I don't know how old you are. It's driving 11. me crazy. <laughs> uh, do you ever talk? I'm in about my thirties. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's impossible. I mean, I know this is a podcast and people can't see you, but Google him. Like, Google his face. It's Don't look at me. Impossible. You're in your 30s. Okay, but I was going to say that I think there might be a thing going on with this age bracket of like just kids that don't have any sense at all. Right. Like, no sense at all. Right. You know, like, you just. You've been looking at apps on your phones for your whole... I mean, not that that would make you thoughtless, but anyway, I'm spending too much time on this. <laughs> That's fascinating. And I wonder what he's going to... I mean, you didn't respond to him, so who does he go to after you is the real question. Listen, more power to him. He'll probably move to New York, get a great job, and <laughs> He's not running hire by me. a cop. Yeah, like, will actively, like, not hire me for some show or movie. Or Remember something. me. <laughs> yeah. You piece of shit. All I wanted <laughs> was a place to stay in New York. There's a chance you really were his first text, his first call. And that would be been. a bizarre situation. Oh gosh. I could have been his first choice. So that's when we got into this because of funerals. That was my last funeral. Was, that was your last was that, funeral. was that situation. So it can only get better, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this person could be involved with the next one. I mean, listen... I should tell everybody to call this church and try to make friends with this guy. I really should do it. I won't. Wow. And you're assuming he's in his 20s. I'm assuming he could, he could be, be 75 years old. Yes. He could be an older person. I genuinely don't remember. I think it was a younger person, but I don't remember. <laughs> also, weird job. Just answering the phone at a church. But you're getting these a celebrity phone numbers. Church. You're yeah. taking advantage of <laughs> <laughs> living really high. famous people very <laughs> famous oh my god rob hubel i gotta write this down <laughs> i have to write this down he looks down at that tattoo on his wrist like, <laughs> oh i got time idea. to use this number <laughs> <laughs> now i can finally make use of this tattoo that i got <laughs> well uh i mean that's fascinating and uh obviously completely inappropriate and speaking of things that are completely inappropriate you yeah. Agreed to be on this podcast a little while ago. You, yeah. This isn't the first podcast you've been been on. You you know how they Would work. you be surprised if it was my first That would podcast? be incredible. That would be. Have you ever had a guest? You know, I would even go out on a limb here and say you would not accept a guest that had never been on a podcast. If someone said, <laughs> hey, Bridger, you know, thanks for the invite. I'd love to do the show, but I've actually never been on a podcast. <laughs> you would say, no, 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 no. I would no, probably no. have to quietly back away then i'd probably be like we've got you on the list we're gonna get we'll <laughs> yeah. get to you in a few we'll months. double back to you yes. that now i know you're not going to go into this but 
this podcast is obviously very exclusive. I know there's a long waiting list to, you know, I've been on the list for many, many months. You've been begging. But is there uh, a sub-sub list of people that, <laughs> you know, you're like, well, maybe we'll get them on. <laughs> maybe. there's They're not going to be that great a guest. <laughs> Fortunately, not yet. Okay. Uh, I mean, occasionally you run into somebody and kind of, like this funeral person that like maybe you haven't seen or heard from in a long time yeah, and the yeah, podcast yeah. gets brought up but then you get into weird territory of like they haven't yeah. been on yet and yeah. you have to kind of just dance around it for a minute and then yeah. hope that the subject changes. Does that happen really? Do people come on and they're upset that they haven't been on the podcast yet? Not, they, no one that's been on has been upset that they haven't been on but I'll run into someone socially and I'll be like oh, oh you're a dud oh, and you oh, want to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we just I, But we're not going to get any names? <laughs> For the listener, <laughs> Paul Shear, but he he was on. Mm, the he show. is a dud. He is a dud. <laughs> he finally got through. We allowed. He'll him turn to turn it on into his own podcast. He'll <laughs> right. start talking about movies and how they ever got made, and it's like, well, how did that get? You're like, wait a second, I'm now on your. <laughs> this is now going to be released on your network. <laughs> Absolutely commandeered, that, and now the audio belongs to you. I'm signing the release. Does that so. ever happen? That would be great if it just migrated. Hey, man, you mind if I borrow that episode? We covered some really great stuff. Uh, but this actually, now, now that we're getting into this, it feels like you're just distracting completely from what I was trying to get Sorry. us to, which is this podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Yeah. I was really excited to have you here. Thank you. Everyone loves Rob Hubel from South Carolina to Los Angeles. Thank you. Uh, 20-year-olds all over the world are hoping that someone in your family passes so they can get your phone number. If only. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I was excited uh, until you kind of sauntered up through my backyard yeah. holding a bag. A gorgeous gift bag. Thank you. That, uh, I mean... Let's be honest. Even before the podcast, we knew it was for me. You kind of made it clear that it was for me. Well, I, I'm embarrassed because I think I just didn't... The name of the podcast is I Said No Gifts. Right. So I assumed... You know, I did some homework. I listened to a couple of the other episodes. Sure, sure. Uh, Darcy Carden. Right, Rich wonderful. Summer. Um, is it Summers or Summer? Summer. Summer. So, yeah, so it's an interesting with Suzanne out there kind right. of dominating the summers. Is that his mom? Uh, no. <laughs> it is his mom. He removed the S <laughs> so there would be no uh, to try claims to, of nepotism. To try to distance himself. Right. Anyway, I listened to those episodes and I was very surprised that they brought gifts. Because okay, I sure. thought like, well, the whole premise of the show is do not bring a gift. Right. So uh, I panicked. I went to the store and I started thinking, you know, in the back of my mind, the whole time I was like, what is, they say no gifts. But what if I, I don't want to be the one person who doesn't have something? If you show up right. to a party and you don't have something, better to have it and not need it. So mm, at this nice point, rule. I would just say, I'm happy to take it away <laughs> if you don't think that you want it. Right. But I did go shopping for you and I got something and a card. Okay. There's a card oh, wow. here okay. also. Right, right. And, uh, and it's really hard to shop for you. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you that because we don't know each other. Right. That makes it difficult to buy somebody a gift. So I could only, you know, listen to some other episodes. I, I started thinking about what you 
might like, what you might be into. And so I just went with my gut. Well, and I hope you like it. Should I open it here on the podcast? And maybe we'll just see what happens. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, yeah. It's your okay. podcast. I would say it's your podcast. And if you want to open it, be my guest on I, your podcast. I appreciate this new level of respect you're showing me. And there's, a, you know, I mentioned there's a card also. I went to the card store. <laughs> I wrote a very, what I think is a thoughtful message. But okay. I, I, and I don't want to overhype it. I just... I hope it's something that you can use. I hope that it that you like it. Okay, yeah, I mean, let's get into it. I mean, the bag is split wide open. It is a gift bag situation. It looks um, like it bent it, over to pick something up. It was a, I'm realizing that this must have been a gift bag that was used previously in my home because it is split. I didn't notice that. And, um, you know, if we're going to just, you know, say everything uh, on the podcast. Radical honesty. You know, yeah, if that's what this is, if this is like one of those gotcha podcasts where, you know, suddenly I'm like, you know, everyone's coming at me. Um yeah, there is a tear or a rip in down the back of the gift bag, which I didn't notice in my home, where I, I certainly would have. Uh, it's kind of a fascinating uh, place for a bag to rip open. You never see this sort of thing. The I last know. person who got into this went wild. It was a bear. <laughs> it was a bear. Very careful bear. And now I asked my wife. I said, "Do we have any tissue paper?" Uh huh. Because we have a five-year-old, and right. you know, we go to birthday parties. No big deal. We can afford to go to birthday parties, <laughs> children's birthdays. Yeah, we can afford that. And so I said, you know, I'm sure we have tissue paper. You know, it's for Bridger's podcast. And she said, I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> this family I, does not know me. That's you came the, here. The, the, I want to make it clear that my, my entire family is unfamiliar. <laughs> and my daughter was, you know, she's five. She was like, but. Papa, where are you going? I said, well, honey, daddy will be back. I have to go do a podcast. Well, Papa, that's, she calls me Papa. It's that's very European home. dangerous. I said, I'll be fine. Um, but so we, we didn't have tissue paper. So I used um, some bubble wrap. Right. Some kind of gorgeous and bubble then I wrap. Found, I the found top. a little bit of tissue paper in our linen closet that was wrapped around an old gift. Uh, but I don't want you to think that this was thrown together. Right. And I it's wouldn't all... have crossed my mind. Okay. Uh, let's get let's get the card out here Okay. First. I think you'll, I hope you'll like it. The I card just... is completely sealed, which feels very old-fashioned to me at this point. When somebody licks the envelope and seals. <laughs> now look, <laughs> I, you know, I licked it. I'll be honest. I licked it. I don't have COVID, if that's what we're worried about. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's a COVID thing. I mean, that's just licking, on top of it. Just, it feels like most people spit. are so lazy. Let's oh, oh, oh. look. Commentary on today's society. I think people are too lazy to lick the envelope. I, I love it. It is, if you know me, which you, put you don't. In the work. If you know me, which you don't, you would know that I love to lick envelopes. It's like part of my thing. It's a very <laughs> big thing. Everybody that knows me knows that about me. It's Hubel. He's always licking envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to stick my finger under here and open it. Sorry about all the saliva in well, this listen, bit. Yeah, it's wet. It's, <laughs> it's extremely It was damp. recently licked. I licked it in the car. <laughs> uh, I hear children uh, gallivanting. Is there, there a school there's nearby? There's a school nearby. This so is idyllic. The sound of children playing. The listeners, you got to move to this neighborhood. They got free parrots. They got 
kids laughing. Okay, I'm opening it up. Ooh. So, oh, this is a Dolly Parton card. It is. It's an official Dolly Parton card. And um, <laughs> you can you can read it out loud. It says, I'll always love you. It's a picture of Dolly, of yeah. course. And, you know, because she's you know famously... That's a song of hers. That is a song of yeah. hers. Uh, one of the, the the best songs maybe of all time. Could be. Could we say that? Um, it's a heartbreaking song. I think I think we could probably say that, yeah. Yeah, she and Whitney have... I don't know if anyone else has ever tried to cover it. That would be humiliating at this point. I don't think you could do it. Right. I, I, are you thinking about covering it? I'm, not, I'm toying with it. I have a demo. <laughs> I, I have a real rough demo. <laughs> Uh, but to get into the studio with this thing. Oh, I don't, I just, I'm not sure how it's going to be received, honestly. Maybe if I start live, do like uh, beginning gonna, of a like, baseball game or something. shows? Yeah. <laughs> Sporting events? Yes, in place of the national anthem, I do my You're version do, of I will <laughs> always love you in place of the national anthem. I mean, yeah, it, it's a bold move, but could be good. It could uh, work in... I mean, I don't see any downsides. I don't see it falling apart in any way. I don't That's, think there's going to be any backlash to it. Zero backlash. <laughs> okay, we're opening it up. It says, Bridger, please accept my apologies for bringing a gift. We've been through a lot. So there was this. There was a time when you wanted people to think we knew each other, but then you drove over here and started second-guessing them. To clarify, I didn't mean, oh, that, you, I didn't mean that you and I together... Have been through. I, I just mean the collective we. Right, because it, now it says pandemic, 9-11, <laughs> heat wave. Yeah. I'm sorry for all of it. So you're accepting responsibility, which is nice. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, we might have to stop the podcast. <laughs> I am not responsible for 9-11. <laughs> and I, I've never been on a podcast where I've been blamed for 9-11. So if that's the kind of gotcha podcast that I've walked into, <laughs> where I'm being blamed for 9-11... Um, no, I said, we've been through, we, America, right. we, the world, have right. been through a lot. The pandemic, 9-11, and a heat wave, just recently. Uh, and I apologize for all of it. I, I didn't, Im I didn't mean to imply that I am responsible Directly for 9-11. responsible. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I appreciate you speaking to everyone's pain. Thank you. And, and, that, is, and listen, this is just the card. This is simply the card. I haven't opened the gift yet. You I've haven't seen gotten Dolly. to the gift. Have you ever met Dolly Parton? I have not. Okay. I, I feel like that would be a great person to meet. Right. I've been to Dollywood. I've been to outside of Dollywood. In Pigeon Forge. Yes. To uh, Tennessee. Yes, me too. I went there in my early 20s. Me too. In Wow. What? We could have crossed paths. What? We're the same age. <laughs> uh, we're both 11. <laughs> uh, I, I Wait, I, now that I'm thinking about, I don't think I went into Dollywood. I think I was just nearby. In you were just Pigeon in the insane Forge. town. Yes. A lot of Christian themed mini golf courses. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, kind of, it's a fascinating place. It is. Really, uh, I had never been to the South in general, and this was really my big taste of it. Wow. A friend's wife was dancing in a magic show at Shut Dollywood. The podcast <laughs> down. I'm shutting it down again. For the third time, a friend's wife was dancing in a magic show in Tennessee. I used to tell the story by saying my friend's wife was a magician at Dollywood, but then I had to explain the truth and it wasn't as fun. So uh, she was dancing in a magic show. And this goes back to uh, Mormonism. My friend was already married. He was uh, 22 or something. They were married. They're still married. Wonderful people. But she is a dancer and got hired. Are you talking like a stripper? <laughs> 
When you say dancer, well, you, no one knows what happens. Most at Dolly, of your neither of us knows what happens at Dollywood. We've never we been inside. Don't know. We don't. Just know. Just a bunch of X-rated, Just filthy, <laughs> filthy Christian strippers. <laughs> Um, I don't think the theme. I don't think Dollywood is a Christian theme. No, part, but it's just around there. Is very, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's kind of a little island in the middle of this deeply islands in the stream. There we go again, Dolly. We, we did it. It all comes back to Dolly. But um, so you went there. I'm sorry if you've told the story a lot. This is the not first on time this I'm podcast. Okay, great. Uh, we went there. We drove across the country with him because they were moving there. And <laughs> that is so Mormon. <laughs> I, and I don't. I cannot <laughs> say that probably because I'm not Mormon, but that seems that. like a very Mormon thing. We drove across the country. In a car with no AC. Because they were moving there? They were moving there. You were going to help the them summer? unload their car? Yes. Well, I think it was more, I mean, let's be honest. It was more an opportunity to drive Adventure. across the country. Okay. You're okay. in your early 20s. Your friend's wife is becoming a magic dancer. Why would you say no? Uh, but we didn't actually go inside. We got to the parking lot. It was probably $50. We said no. Yeah. And will I ever get back? God knows. I don't think you will. And you haven't been inside either. Why were you in Pigeon Forge? Oh, oh boy, Bridger. <laughs> we're going to go deep here. Um, no, I went to college in South Carolina. I went to Clemson. And um, I, oh, I hope my wife doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast. She's she's a dedicated fan, as we've all been well, over. She is. Well, she she wasn't prior to this, but once I started mentioning you and I Googled you to see what you were about, she started really, you know, coming around to mm -hmm. liking you. So now I'm worried she's going to listen to this. Anyway, prior to my wife, I dated other people. <laughs> oh, no. This is and, uh, yeah, marital my trouble. Well, my wife was not the first person I dated. I mean, I got married when I was 45. I got married like, you know, a few years, five, seven years ago. But anyway... When I was in college, I dated a girl from Tennessee. Okay. And so I used to have to drive to Tennessee to go see oh. her. And so I would drive past Ooh, right. that, uh, past that pigeon area. Forge. Yeah. Okay. And, but, but I never, I never went inside. Right. And I don't know. Um, there is some fancy, like, retreat, uh, not a retreat, a, like a resort in um, the mountains there. And I'm spacing on the name of it. But uh, it's supposed to be beautiful. Like, you know, you go there with your significant other or by yourself mm. and eat delicious food and you go on hikes. This and... is in the Smoky Mountains? Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Do you know the name of it? You seem like you I don't you're... know. Oh, okay. I just, it, might, look... it might have the word blue in it. Why do I, why am I seeing the word blue? I feel like some friends may have recently gone to Yes, it. me too. Oh, interesting. Bridger. I, it might be the same friends for all we know. We could be yeah. brothers. <laughs> We could be brothers. Point, I could be your dad. There's nothing about you I don't know. Am I your dad? You're my father. <laughs> um, well, okay, so we've talked about Dolly. I haven't even opened the gift yet. The listeners oh, I'm so nervous. Oh, God. Can I, I, can I, can I, can I? Yes, I'm of course. I'm just very nervous. Start I'm explaining. very nervous. I don't want to explain the gift, but can I ask, what's, have you gotten a gift that you don't like on the show? And, and then I'm worried you're going to pretend that you like it and then you don't like it. I I mean I've gotten things that I've thrown I've gotten one thing I've thrown away, which I've talked about probably too much on this podcast. Okay. The comedian Jamie Lee gave me a chewed up dog toy. Oh, uh, she knew it was a chewed up dog toy. I knew. Yeah. No one thought that that was going to stay in my home that long. Yeah. And you have a dog. I have a dog. She's the least she could have done to send a new dog toy. She doesn't want to use dog right. toy. We know yeah. how dog sickness passes. Yeah. Uh, that was the one thing that I've thrown away. I think. Okay, but everything else you've loved. Look. It's been, I would say they've ranged from a two to a 10. Okay. There have been some real twos. That's fair. 
This is, I just spent a lot of money, so I'm hoping that you like it. <laughs> it's just like, it's just when you, um, you know, when you go out on a limb and you really, <clears throat> you know, max out your credit card or whatever. And kind uh, of sell a car. and Yeah. You, know, you want the, you want the re- receiver, the recipient to be excited. So that said, you know. I'll be very honest with you. I'm going to be, I'm going to lay it all out. We've Great. talked about radical honesty and how important Thank communication you. is. Is radical honesty a... A, a policy on this podcast? It is. It is? Okay. It is. It's absolutely... I just haven't heard it before on the podcast. I mean, you uh, know, and I was kind of fast-forwarding through some parts. <laughs> kind of so just blasting through yeah, when something happened. I mean, I wanted to hear happen. the funny stories of the other guests, but I didn't want to... Look, 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 you know, I couldn't... I'm very busy. <laughs> so I couldn't listen to all of it, but uh, yeah, if it's come up, I believe you. Okay. Well, uh there's some uh, bubble wrap here. Let me see if I can at least pop it on the mic. It's a small bubble wrap, which is not great. It's not going to happen. It'll be more of a crinkle. I think you might be underestimating how many people like the sound of this. This is There's a whole like ASMR. There really is. Somebody needs to do, to do a compilation of every unwrapped gift, put on like a four-hour YouTube video. People would go crazy. Crazy. We got some tissue. Yeah. Okay, now... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like it. Oh. Okay, so I've opened. Uh, oh, I hope they fit. What appears to be oh. a pair of tie dye sweatpants. Yes. That say "Have a good trip with some mushrooms on." I love this. Okay, great. I absolutely. I, I actually so... will wear these. <laughs> Maybe not to social gatherings. I wouldn't wear it to a social gathering, but it's the kind of thing where if you're. If your house catches on fire, God forbid. God forbid. Of God course, forbid. God forbid. It's dark. Right. It's smoky. You're, All of my candles are yeah, falling over. Yeah, they're falling over. You like you, you can't. You don't want to go outside naked. Right. These are perfect for that. You throw them on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're bright colors. They're you know, like a neon orange and yellow. Yeah, and it says "Have a good trip" with some mushrooms. So it's sort of like. A little bit psychedelic, maybe. We don't know what that even means. Is that the brand? We don't know. But they they appear to be very comfortable. I've never worn them. Right. Um, I, you know, and I could take them back to Nordstrom and <laughs> in you know, a flash. I, I, I got a gift receipt, so it's it's not going to hurt my feelings if you. I will say Nordstrom has a great return policy. Listen, they need to tighten it up. They've, I've heard I think stories. They, I think that they, um, I think that a lot of costumers in mm. the business, a lot of wardrobe stylists go. A low budget. <laughs> yeah. You go there and you buy all the clothes for the movie and then you go, oh, let's fucking take it back. Just like don't fall down when you're <laughs> driving, you know, your car or whatever. Please put down is. that grape juice yeah. while you're in and a costume. And then they just return it all. Right. <laughs> I think These are professional productions where this is happening. <laughs> yes. Shows you the level of movies and shows that I'm involved with <laughs> where they they can't afford the clothes. You we're going to return these clothes. No, I heard this about the Batman. They Most do, of they, the costuming in that was done by Nordstrom <laughs> and all of those true? were returned. Is that uh, true? Anything you see in Zoe Kravitz wearing in that movie is yeah. now back on the shelves. It's all back on the shelves. Um anyway, I hope that <laughs> You know, you seem like an athletic person. You might work out in them or walk your dog. I know you have a, a lovely dog. You met just, the dog before the podcast. Yeah, and she seems great. So maybe, you know, I don't want to sell the gift. You know, just I love enjoy this them. gift. Okay, I mean, okay, so worst case scenario, I'm greeting firefighters in these. Yes. I would love to be seen in these. Absolutely. Uh, they can see me in the dark. Uh, not hard to spot. With that, what would that be like? Um, 
like if your house is it any consolation if your house is and this is for the listener. Right, if right. anyone here, I'm, I'm assuming that most of your listeners have burned down their houses. Of course, at some point. <laughs> who hasn't? The odds are. But is it any consolation to have a group of handsome, <laughs> fit, sweaty men come to your house and be like, "I, I got you. <laughs> I got, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to rescue you. I'm saving you." Like, does that help? For me, the, the, whole... the temptation to be carried out like a little doll by a handsome man, uh, I'll light something on fire. I mean, I'm surprised that it doesn't happen more often. It probably, I guarantee it's happened at least once. Someone has thought, if I'm going to meet a firefighter, this is the way I'm going to do it. It's either that or host a pancake breakfast, and I don't have the time or energy for the pancake breakfast. I'll light my house on fire. I was, um, as we've kind of mentioned, in New York on 9-11, and not involved, to be clear, not involved. Um, but um, I was dating a woman, and after 9-11, the firehouses, you know, were, they were like churches. Of course, I mean, you know, of and, course. And, and, and the firefighters, well-deserved, you know, right. deserve that recognition and adulation and, and whatnot. But the woman that I was dating was like obsessed. Oh, she became with, kind of a, yeah, a like stan. A, yes. <laughs> like we would walk past these firehouses. I'd be like, why are we going this way? Like we don't normally go this way. No reason. Like just to like <laughs> see these guys out there like doing push-ups. And I don't know how we got off on this. But anyway. We're talking about fires. And the, and the pants. The pants I mean- are flame retardant. <laughs> So <laughs> these are absolutely made out of polyester. They will seal themselves to me and even the slight if I open an oven around them I'm on yeah, fire. They're going to singe to your legs. <laughs> I mean, let's really talk about a fire scenario. Wait, you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. What are you really thinking as far as putting on clothes? I don't think I'm even I don't think I'm even considering it. I'm fleeing in whatever I've got on. Is that true? Yeah. I have I don't Cuz I do think about this. If I, I'm fully naked, I'm considering throwing pulling a sheet around me. I I've, I've thought about it. I don't think you would want to be fully naked, but certainly you've seen on the internet, you know, dramatic rescue videos, right. people getting pulled out of rivers or onto the helicopter, you know, when uh-huh. like their pants fall off and <laughs> you know, I would hope that People aren't going to, like, laugh at you and be like, aha, look at that idiot. His house is on fire or he was drowning and he got pulled out of his car. His pants fell down. <laughs> what a jerk. I don't think that's something you need to be worried about. Right. I, I think that people will just go, you know what? It's Bridger. It was a crisis. And he, the fact that he didn't cover up is not a big deal. Right. Is that... but? I don't think you should worry about that. I don't think I, it's not even crossing my mind. Oh, okay. Cause it, cause I you mean, seemed like you were, I mean, I, I was uh, looking at these sweatpants. I was thinking, what would I really do in this oh. emergency scenario? Oh, and you're saying you would just, yeah, just bolt I'm fleeing. Out. Yeah. I'm fleeing in my nightgown. What <laughs> your, <laughs> is your nightgown flammable? It's absolutely flammable. So flames are chasing me out. I'm now pulling it out on the, pulling it off in the, on the front lawn. People are wondering what's happened. Stop, drop, and roll. I'm starting a fire in my grass. Now, the neighborhood is burning. Now, let's assume your house is filled with smoke and it's dark. Right. Is your, because I'm curious about people's mindsets, is your mindset to save yourself, get out of the house, or right. is there anything other than your dog right. you got to get. You got to get your laptop. You got to get your phone. You got to get your photographs. Oh. You know, like, do you have a box of I letters? Think there, I think with, I don't think there's that much. I mean, maybe I grab my journals. 
What? Most of my photos are, let's be honest, they're you grab in the cloud. Your journals? My journals. Those are valuable and can't be replaced. Uh, uh, I pushed my boyfriend out of the way. How many journals are we talking about? Like, you got to get out. At least a decade's worth of writing. So uh, what, like half a journal? I mean, I'm trying to imagine <laughs> how much you're journaling. There's one entry from 2010 that says, didn't have a great day, and then I stopped. But I have dozens of books, blank, that I'm rescuing from the fire. So you're, so you're running out. You've chosen now to not put on clothes. Yeah, I'm, Just grab your journals. Uh-huh. And uh, you're going to run outside arms filled with books. Arms absolutely filled with notebooks. <laughs> Very flammable. <laughs> kind of notebooks, notebooks are flammable. They're all paper. Uh, and that's it. That's all I you're going to take. I don't even think I would grab my laptop. It's all in yeah. some sort of yeah, it's in uh, a cloud. cloud situation. Maybe yeah. my... No, I was going to say my old iPods because those have music on them that I feel like... It, okay. Buddy... <laughs> You you're looking at download. me like, what is happening? <laughs> you got to get your iPod because it's got music. It's digital. You're burning. But where is that? <laughs> what do you mean, I'm where trying to think is of things it? that are absolutely irreplaceable in my home. And every printed photo is basically a digital photo. Yeah. Uh, my laptop, who cares? Yeah. Uh, but those iPods have old music on them. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously streaming at this point, but... Yeah. I mean, you got to... Have you ever been burned? It's really painful. Have you been burned? No. <laughs> not What are you grabbing? Lately. I mean, obviously your wife and family. Yeah. Well, well, let's think about it. <laughs> it depends on, you know, what kind of week we're having. Like, has anyone, you know, pissed me off? No. Um, yeah, I'm grabbing my wife, grabbing my daughter, uh, getting our dog. Um, I think that's it. Right. I think that's it. Everything now, else can kind of go. Now, I have these little... Fire blankets. Do you know what a fire blanket is? It's no. like uh, I don't know. It came up on Instagram. And okay, I it. sure. It doesn't like, work. We know that. <laughs> don't know. It's a heavy, it's a very heavy like blanket made out of something. And it's in a little thing, a little container. You pull it down and you throw it. It's really just for small fires. Like oh, okay. For fires on your stove. You right, know? right. So maybe we would all wrap up in one of those. But I ain't going back for my iPods. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bridger, you got to prioritize. Yeah. Um, Well, that blanket, that's fascinating. That feels like you should throw that away before it's a temptation that you try to put out a fire and it leads to a bigger problem. No, I've, I think I've, I've had some um, impulse purchases because of the pandemic. I've become very nervous where we live and with fires. Uh I think it's also having a child. Of course. Like, because if the shit goes down, it's like, well, who's going to protect us? Like, right. I, no so one. it's like, I guess it's got to be me. And I'm not really good at that. So I got to just buy a bunch of shit. Right. So I bought like some things that, um, you know, like we have like, but I, I need to do more. Like I should get solar and, you know. Right. Stuff like that. All, all I really have is like some jugs of water. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you have a fire extinguisher? Uh, we do have a fire extinguisher. I've got to buy one. This yeah. is reminding me. Yeah. Oh, God. To think Did, that well, this episode I, gets released and I haven't bought one and my house burns down. Oh, I should have brought that. <laughs> Listen, for future guests. Future guests. Are you listening? Oh, fire extinguisher. I should have bought that. I had an extra one. I, I could have. I've got to get one in my they're, house. They're not expensive. You should get one. It's a very good thing to have around. Yeah. You never know. But what are you going to do when like there's a big, uh, like, uh, like the power grid goes down. Oh boy, I'm I'm reaching Bridger. out to friends. Bridger, I'm, I'm no, to, it's you every man for himself, right? Because you don't have your phone. Uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> your battery's gonna die. What are you gonna will, do? How are you I'm gonna, gonna f- lie very still for as long as possible, and then if that doesn't work, my car's electric, so that's also scary. 
Yeah, that'll mm. last for a little while. Right. I mean, that's why I've got to keep it charged at all times. You got to keep at least. Half I saw a tank. your charger. Yeah. Got to keep. Half but a you tank. can only. But if the if the grid goes down, right, you don't have solar on your house. Right. No solar. But solar, I, I feel like, doesn't even really work without the grid. Um, I've been trying I, to get into I it. And it's yeah, been confusing. I don't understand it fully either. But <laughs> there's but you can get these big battery packs for your oh. house. So the solar. So you. So you. Part of the solar thing is, uh, and again, I sound like I'm sponsored by either the fire department or the fucking <laughs> solar, big solar. Big solar. There's a lot of money there. <laughs> Those salesmen will not leave you alone. They will not. They will not leave and you I, alone. And I don't even own solar, but uh, I think you part of what you're doing is selling it back to the power company. And then right. part of it, if you get these big batteries, is you can uh, you can put it into your big battery pack. So then you can have you know at least like a week's worth of power. Mm, and right. again, if you're a listener and I'm wrong, please... Call us and let me know. My phone. Again, the phones are I'm silent. I'm checking my phone. Uh, I did get a text, but it's not from our listener. Um, yeah, I need to look into the solar. I need a fire extinguisher. I'm not trying to make you worried. But I things just, are going to happen. Things are certainly going. I don't want to worry anyone. I don't want. The, things are currently not good. the tone I think. of this podcast. The tone of this podcast is very upbeat and not at all alarmist. <laughs> but now we're getting into some territory <laughs> where is, the world is hanging by a thread. Could go down. I would just get a fire extinguisher. Let's I start with fire, that. Yes. Get a fire little steps. Yeah. Little steps. And then we yeah. you know, start uh, taking the sprinklers out. This now, kind of how thing. are you? Uh, and I, if you need to wrap it up. No, Don't, because we haven't even really... I need to know oh. what your general logic was with buying those sweatpants. Great. Well, why am I... Sorry, I really sidetracked us with talking about fire. I think I kind of did. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the blame is all over the place. <laughs> the only thing we know is you were somehow involved with 9-11. Oh, uh, I would really... I'm I'm going to get a lot of calls about that. Again, I'm checking my phone, and uh, the podcast is live, right? The podcast is live. Okay. It's, I, it's weird, because people are not calling me. The only person that's called me is the person from that church that when my mom died. <laughs> Please, I'm in New York. I have nowhere. <laughs> hey, man, I got to use the toilet. Where are you? Um, so uh, you were asking about my, my logic yeah, for buying Yeah, just the general, these. yes. Okay. Again, not really knowing you. Everyone loves sweatpants. Everyone they're, loves a sweatpants. They're comforting. I wasn't sure of what you would like color-wise. Right. Um, and yellow and orange tie-dye is not really that popular right now, <laughs> but it could be. So I thought, why not try to get ahead of it? For right, when it, Do you remember right. when camouflage became like a big fashion thing? Like everything was camo. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is pure camo. Yeah. You were head-to-toe camo. I was head-to-toe in camo. <laughs> so this yellow and orange tie-dye, could be big. We don't know. And then the mushroom have a nice trip thing. You know, there, there's just been a lot of research lately about mushrooms and a how lot it could of help. psychedelic, yeah, right? Yeah, with yeah. so the, I'm just trying to. These, it's a conversation starter. You know what I mean? <laughs> because you, if you wore those to the grocery store, mm-hmm. you you're going, you're walking around, you're trying to gauge everybody and figure out what their deal is. What's this person's deal? What's this lady's story? Someone may say to you, "Hey." I really like those sweatpants, man. What what is what is have a nice trip, and then you can you know <laughs> suddenly an hour has passed. You got a new friend. <laughs> We're walking out together. We're <laughs> at the self checkout line. I'm helping her. She's helping me. Yeah. I'm showing her the app. Yeah. We're we're Wait, saving. What, what app are you showing? The her? Target app. <laughs> you. I don't know. There's a lot to unpack there. Are you? Do you make? <laughs> do you make money? 
turning people onto the Target app? Uh, for every 10 users that <laughs> oh I sign God, up. That's a lot. Yeah, I get a $5 off of $30. So I'm, I'm not knocking doors. It's not a good deal. I'm you're, calling out from my car. You're wasting so much time. It's not $5 for every 10 people. Yes, and I have to say that then it's a $25 purchase. So uh, I'm spending more than I'm making. Yeah, uh, it's, it's ruining my life. Yeah. But anyway, that was my thought, that uh, that sweatpants are comfortable. They're comforting. Um, you know, we are kind of coming out of a heat wave, so you may not get a chance to wear them right now, but fall is coming up. Fall is absolutely coming. I'm, every morning I have to throw something on to walk the dog. I put on a go. sweatpant, a there, croc. There you go. Or is that out true? The door. Are you a croc person? I use my boyfriend's crocs. They're way bigger than my feet. You, and it feels fine. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know that you wear his Crocs? Yeah, and he is actually upset by it. Yeah, he, I'm not kidding. He He's be. like, "You need your own Crocs." Yes, I don't want to spend money. They're working fine. A They're Crocs too job is to big feel... for you, Bridger. But a Croc should be loose. Bridger, you look ridiculous <laughs> in a larger man's Croc than you. Everyone's like, <laughs> "What? How did this person? Did you get shrunken down?" Why are these not fit? Could you not afford the Crocs in your size? <laughs> Questions about my financial situation coming up. Do you need wondering. money? <laughs> the um, community is uh, gathering money to buy me them. Does he wear any clothes of yours? No. Interesting. Because that would be a real scenario where people would know that's definitely not his clothing. That's too okay. small for that man. Okay. Uh, he's I, he's six six two maybe. Okay. I'm five. Sick. So yeah. that man, he puts on my pants and nothing's happening. That's he, not working. Maybe he could wear these sweatpants. These sweatpants could easily stretch. That's the secret of a stretch, a sweatpant, a sweatch pant. Oh, I like that. Sweatch, sweatch pants. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Please write it Bridger, down. Bridger, this is a great idea for a business. Sweatch pants. Oh my god. It's so easy to say. It's fun to say. People love it. It becomes, a, uh, you know, people are talking about is it there on merch Twitter. For this podcast. There's going to be sweatch pants. There's going to be sweatch pants <laughs> by the end of the day. Sweatpants. Wow, fascinating. Sweatpants. That feels like something that they're talking about on Good Morning America. They're yeah. like, what do you need to buy your partner for the holidays? Do you watch that program? I haven't seen it in a long time. That's one I definitely have to just turn on the TV and it's on. If I have yeah. to find an app to turn it on, it's not happening. Do you watch it? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean if you have to find an app to turn on your television? Because oh, basically what I'm saying is, I don't have live TV anymore. Oh, So, like, okay. if I have to open the Apple TV... You said that in a very condescending way. <laughs> I don't have live TV anymore. Like, you like you really are disgusted by me, specifically. I actually... No, but that's not the tone I was trying to strike. <laughs> live TV is a luxury. Oh, okay. I mean, because you're... I feel like with live TV, you're paying for cable or whatever. Yeah. It's just like kind of having water in the faucet. Whereas for me, I've got the apps. I'm opening Apple TV. I'm right. go navigating to what do we have? Uh, I see. So, ABC app. Yeah, so live television is not really a thing in your life. As I, right. I believe it is not a thing for most people. Right. At this point, there, most... There, there's kind of been a big brouhaha recently that CNN... Do you know about this? No. Well, CNN is kind of like becoming pretty right-wing very suddenly. Oh, because interesting. they have like new... Uh, I believe, again, call me on my phone, everybody, if I'm wrong about this, <laughs> but uh, uh, I believe they are part of that big merger with Discovery oh, and boy. all that, you know, Warner Brothers uh -huh. merged with Discovery and all of that, Time Warner, you know, uh, CNN, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so part of that merger was they have this new guy that's running it, and they basically just looked at it and they said, look, 
the only people watching live TV are old people. Yeah, extremely yes. old people. Old people. That's why, like, all that crap you see, the History Channel and, like, it, everything is geared, going to be geared more for, like, old people. Right. And so CNN specifically has been catching a lot of flack, as they should, because they've just been like, well, fuck it. Let's just do what Fox News is doing. So right. that's kind of their... Wow, that's thing. horrifying. But... Your point, to your point, that uh, it's just old people that are watching, like, cable. Now. Right. And the ratings are, no one's watching cable. Exactly. And and let's say for old people, there are a lot of old people who aren't out of uh, their mind politically. Yes. Uh, yes, for sure. And we if love there are old people, old people listening to this, uh, I apologize. <laughs> but uh, there, but that uh, media, I mean, that marketing strategy makes perfect sense. Yeah, but it's a bummer. It's a real drag. It's a, I mean, CNN has been on a real downhill slide, and it feels like that's just going to accelerate it in a crazy yeah. way. And also just like the world. Like, if you're putting that out there, it's just garbage. Just poison. Uh, well, how, how did, did we get we to get CNN there? becoming hard right wing? Have... Oh, we were talking about live TV. Oh, Good Morning America. Good Morning America. I love. I do love turning on a live television. I mean, it's like the hotel room luxury of just like you turn it on, you don't care what's on. Yes. You shouldn't have to work to get it on. So a morning show. Do you find morning shows comforting? I find them fascinating. Yeah. My uh, wife does the morning news here in LA. Okay. But so she's on at four o'clock in the morning. Her day starts at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> She's on the air. The show starts at 4 and then right. it goes to like 7.30. Okay. And then she comes home at like 8.30. And her workday's over. Yeah, and she's done. But she has to wake up at like 1 in the morning of to go oh. to work. She How le- long has she been doing that? Since before we were married. Uh, she's been doing it for a while. And then we had a baby. She took a few years off. And then now our daughter's five. So, you know, she's been doing it kind of off and on for a lot. It's, right. It, it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, schedule, that's a real backwards her, her schedule. schedule's a bummer. But... I just know that that morning news stuff is, uh, and morning shows are like part of so many people's like daily ritual, mm-hmm. which I, it's not part of my thing. Like right. I don't, um, cause it, when I do, my wife will have it on sometimes when I get up because she, you know, whatever her show was on before, and then it'll roll into, um, the today show My right. wife's on NBC. So it'll roll into the today show. And, um, I, I'm always struck by like this. All seems like it's just paid. Um, it feels products. very promotional. Yeah, at it's this point, all right? like infomercial. Yes, yeah, Hoda talking about this uh, fire uh, extinguisher or fire blanket. You know, or <laughs> you know, not you know. Obviously, those are great products because I'm sponsored by them. Also, <laughs> but um, but you know, it just they're always trotting out like summer recipes, and it's mm-hmm. all like by some frozen food manufacturer or whatever. Or someone with a cookbook. Yes, it's all just selling. It does Crap. feel like, and maybe it's because I only really watched those as a kid when we were off of school. So I think there's yeah. the, that's the comfort I get from it at this point. And mm. I, at that point, I didn't really get what promotion was. Yeah. I have to imagine it's always been that, right? Just this weird... It probably has, yeah. Uh, it's like late night shows, but in the morning and with more products. I think also it's probably... Um, I don't know how it works. I'd have to ask my wife, but like they probably make a lot of money, like getting, you know, if they ask, right. Hey, Bed Bath and Beyond, do you guys want us to do a thing with all of your summer products? Uh, yes. It's going to cost you $100,000, but then we'll give you a five minute segment. That's wow. how they're staying on the air at this point. Probably. It's like music videos with product placement. You, there's no money for them anymore. Yes. And so you throw a bunch of items. Yes. Is that a thing? Were there Was there ever a bunch of products in music videos? No, there was a long period up until probably 2000, 
what are we going to say here, 2008, when you could watch a music video without seeing a product. Okay. But at this point, big music videos are essentially commercials. I did not know that. Yeah, it's really interesting. All of the, I mean, the artist makes money yeah. from it, but the video is paid for by whatever expensive watch or oh, stupid product. Oh, I didn't know that. I always just thought the record label was like losing money on this video that no one's going to see on YouTube, <laughs> but just as like a thing to promote the right record I mean, I think Spotify. there's just no money in the music industry there at this isn't. point. No. So there's no money just, anywhere. There <laughs> really isn't. Every, I mean, as far as entertainment goes, they're just flipping the lights off. It's in podcasts. Yes. It's in podcasts. It's in and, uh, and flammable blankets. And sweatpants. And sweatpants. Everything's going soon. to sweatpants, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got into that. I, I know you've talked, um, I'm sure you've talked extensively about your family and being a Mormon and everything on the, but, but as an outsider, it is interesting. Right, right. Um, because it is the focus of so many Netflix documentaries of that course. I have watched. Right. And I'm trying to gauge where you are. I'm happy your, to talk. I'm happy to answer uh, any question. You, okay. I really just have one. Would love to hear it. Are the Osmonds cool? <laughs> Donnie and Marie. <laughs> they are behind the scenes and in front of audiences cooler than ever. Did you, are you from, and I'm sorry for the stereotype. I love this sort of uh, thing. Okay. I have no sensitivity Are you from about Utah? I am. You are? Yeah, okay. I'm from Salt Lake City. Oh, you are? Well, outside of Salt Lake. Uh, okay, I love it there. I it's love beautiful. it there. We go to Park City uh, right. a lot. I drove there during the pandemic. Oh, what a great drive. I'm going there in two weeks. Uh, what are you doing there? We just It's an easy flight from here. It's sure. like cheap and easy, and we just go there to get away from the heat. Right. And go to the mountains. And um, You're hiking during the... Oh, we don't go to Salt Lake City. We go to Park City. Yeah, we just go to Park right. City and like walk around and hike. Sure. And, uh, you Do you know, go skiing? Uh, in the wintertime, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we just go there to chill out and um, the grandparents are going to come there and, and we'll just mess around. But yeah, so I'm always, I'm always more, I feel like I'm Mormon adjacent. Like I feel like- Now that you've spent this much time in Utah. I've, I've spent a lot of time there. I really like it there. Mormons are, are very polite. Um, Have you ever known a Mormon closely? Grow up with Mormons or anything? Great question. Great question. Um, I don't think so. I don't think not closely. Okay, um, you seem you're from the south. Yeah, and I feel like Mormons are not super welcome in the south because evangelicals despise Mormons. Oh, is that true? Uh -huh. wow. Yeah. Wow. So maybe that has something to do with it. Okay. Uh, well, I apologize. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't you. have anything to do with even the evangelical takeover <laughs> of the south or their hostility. I apologize towards, for you towards for Mormons. That. Um, I I. I don't think I know um, any Mormons very closely. I feel like there was a guy, I, I worked in, I lived in Aspen, Colorado right after college for just a little while. And I feel like a guy that I worked with there, I was working in hotels and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I worked with a couple Mormons, but right. that was Colorado. So those are different Mormons than the Utah Mormons. Yeah, that, that is a different flavor of Mormons for party, sure. Party Mormons. <laughs> was you, is your, it, sorry, we don't have to. You don't have to apologize. This. Well, I just wanted to, to know, um, like, is your, uh, is your family, how do I ask this succinctly <laughs> or, or how do I ask this? So it's not a, a whole other podcast. Um, are you tight with your family or was this sort of thing of like, I got to break away and get away from this? Uh, no, we're still, we're still close. I okay. mean, like there was like a period of weirdness and like, yeah. obviously being gay was a, like, I didn't come out till I was 30. 
Wow. Uh, to, to anyone, let alone my parents. Wow. But then they handled that pretty well. Awesome. And even better than ever. Uh, I mean, it, I'm sure it's like a, it's a weird thing to talk about publicly still, but Sorry. I've like, fine, no, I finally gotten to a place where I'm like, I'm no one, and the Mormon Church is a hundred billion dollar organization. <laughs> yeah. I can say yes. mildly uncomfortable things about this thing. Yes. Uh, I, a lot of people I love are Mormon. Yeah, and we have a great relationship. I have nothing. I, I don't have any good things to say about the Mormon Church. Yeah. By the way, they're not coming after you. No, they're, like, they're I mean, not, they can't. They I mean, can't. You never know. They but I'm nobody to them. That would be a great movie, though. Like a Mormon mafia that like really like <laughs> comes after you. It tries to take me down. It'd be like scary, but also <laughs> friendly. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I think the Mormon church, like any religion, has good things about yeah. it. But it has a lot of horrible, horrible for sure, things. For sure. Can I um, tell you, and then we don't have to talk about it anymore. The Mormon church at one point thought that I was a superstar. What? The, the, the entire Mormon church was convinced that I, Rob Hubel, was a superstar. And briefly, I will tell you that my grandfather was a, an artist, a painter, okay. a great painter, who um, painted all of these like very religious paintings of like Jesus and like you know Jesus with kids and walking through the garden oh, and all the sure, stuff. Sure. So kind of the Kenny Loggins Jesus. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. I guess I don't know what that means, but, <laughs> but <laughs> kind of like kind of a handsome oh, the, man. Yes, yes very handsome. Yes, full beard. Yes, 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 very handsome. Um, so at one point in my grandfather's uh, artistic career, the Mormon church asked him to do some paintings for them, I guess. And I don't know exactly what all Mormons believe is, or I don't know how, where it kind of like goes away from the Jesus thing into right. the whole uh, other plates and the other yeah, stuff. Sorry, sure, sure. I just no, don't that's know fine. But, um, um, don't apologize to me. I don't care. <laughs> I know. But in the Mormon, in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. in the main Mormon tabernacle. Right. There. Uh, there are several gigantic murals, paintings done by my grandfather. You're kidding. And so, um, and he was not Mormon. He was just a religious dude, you know. Right, right. Um, and, uh, but they, I guess, you know, he was like, well, their money's green. I'm okay. sure. I'll, and it's Jesus. I love Jesus. So, okay. So he painted like all of these big, giant, like bigger, bigger than me. Like, right. Like, massive, massive paintings. style. Yes of Jesus and uh it's in the Mormon uh tabernacle there and one time I was I was in Salt Lake City and I walked in I was like hi I'm I'm just trying to find some paintings by a relative of mine and they're like oh okay who's that and I was like oh his name is Harry Anderson that's my grandfather's uh-huh. name and they said oh your wait your grandfather is Harry Anderson and they're like, the what? guy at the front gate like had like a walkie-talkie. He's like, Harry Anderson's grandson is here. Harry Anderson's grandson. Like, code, code red, code red. And like all of these people like came out of the woodwork and like brought me in. Oh, And like showed me around. And like I didn't have the heart to tell them like he, he, he wasn't a Mormon. Right, like, this I'm was a contract Mormon. job. Yeah. So I just didn't, I just let them believe whatever they wanted to believe. You know, I I accepted their gifts of the rose petals and <laughs> they lifted me on their shoulders. And, but it was really, um, it was really. Wow. Pretty cool. I mean, you look kind of Mormon. Thank you. You look like, like a, you. you know, healthy American man, which is like every Mormon wants to be sort Thank of. Thank you so much for saying that. that uh, do we have any idea how much your grandpa made off that job? Great I'd question. love to know that number. That's a great question. I'll have to ask uh, my aunt. I, she would know. Wow. And he did this in the last like 60 years, probably. 
Yeah, I think he did it in like probably like the I want to say like the seventies wow. or the sixties. Wow, that like, is incredible. Yeah, yeah, you mean more wild. to the Mormons than I do. Is that true? I mean, yes. From wow. from, from what we can. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> you kind of came here to take my Mormon throne. Did I? And I'm giving it to you. I will take it. <laughs> I will take it. We should probably play a game. We okay. have to play a game. Let's do it. Uh, do you want to play a game called Gift or a Curse or a game called Gift Master? One is more of a thought experiment. One is more of a game with hard, fast rules. Oh, I don't like rules. <laughs> let's play Gift Master. Then. Okay, let's do that. I need a number between one and ten from you. Four. Okay. Uh, Everyone says seven. I said A lot four. of people say seven. You rarely get a four or a two. Of course. That's why I How often do you get a one? Almost never. Never. That's a confusing number to get. <laughs> Idiots. Um, I have to do some light calculating. You can recommend something, promote something. You have the mic. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, gosh, I wasn't expecting this. I just want to say that the new album drops um, pretty soon. I think it's going to be uh, a big hit on Spotify. I hope you guys will... If you don't currently have Spotify, I hope you'll get it. Listen to the album. I know you're thinking, wait, I didn't even know Rob Hubel was a singer. Well, he I'm not yet, but I could do I, I could make an album if I wanted to. Bridger, how long do I have to vamp? I, I, I'm almost done. Gosh, I don't have an album, everybody. I've just never been given I've never come to a podcast and then just been told to promote something. Oh, this is torture. Let me see if anyone's called. Um, no, no one's called. That was a perfect use of the time. <laughs> okay. That was an absolutely perfect use of the time. I was promoting an album that I that does not exist. But I it's don't... kind of like a Kickstarter where it's like if the support is there. If people, that's right. If people <laughs> contribute, then I will go and make an album. Right. And then uh, if they're disappointed, that's their, they hey. told you to do it. Yeah. So and we're all investors. So. Right. We're all investors and all of our money has been wasted on Rob's stupid little <laughs> idea. Um, this is how this game works. I'm going to name three gifts that you can give away. And then I'm going to name three celebrities, and you're going to tell me which of those people you'll give which gift and why. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so— Is the, there a time limit? No, you could spend so hours nervous. on I'm this. just so nervous. <laughs> okay, these are, these are a decent gifts. The first is just fresh-cut flowers. That's mm. a nice thing to give away. That's really nice. The next is four new followers on Instagram. So it's four? a hum, humble gift. That's not— <laughs> It depends on Much how many followers gift. they already have. Okay. And who knows what those followers are? They could be anyone. <laughs> okay. Could be the president of the United States for all okay. we know. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, and finally, a whip smart grandson. So that's a uh, You're going to I'm going to gift someone. Someone will suddenly have a whip smart grandson that they can brag about at the Great. pool or whatever. Great. Great. Uh, the three people you'll be giving them to are Drake, R&B sensation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shelly Duvall. We love Shelly. Oh my god. And I have a Something I've recently learned is I have a hard time with celebrity pronunciations. Yes. Is it the Safty Brothers or the Softy Brothers? Do Great question. I think it's the Softy Brothers. Softy Brothers. Yeah. Not softy like, like, like the ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. It's a, immediately maybe I'm thinking safety. of a truck. Maybe, maybe it is Safty. It might be Safty, might be Softy. It's S-A-F-D-I-E. Yeah. Brothers. What's their most recent movie that's just Uncut Gems? No, there's a newer one. They have a new one they produced called Funny Pages. Yes. I've heard it's great. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think they're just producers. I think someone else directed it. Okay. Oh, this is really hard. Um, well, obviously, I'm going to give Drake the whip-smart grandson. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> because um, I just feel like he would really... 
enjoy that relationship and that <laughs> dynamic. You know, I feel like I don't know Drake. I've never met him. Right. But that tandem, that partnership of Drake and a, a just a fucking super smart math whiz, math whiz, <laughs> wise cracking, um, you know, grandson hanging out with him. Like, and he has to hang out with him. Like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's not like, the grandson is like, you know, you see him like once a year on the holidays. Like no. he's, he's like in the entourage, like all the time. Like <laughs> it would kind of be a burden. The parents are kind of absent at this point. And Drake is like, I'm kind of the parent, but he is my grandson and he's so great. I have to tell you about him. I would love to just kind of see him have to deal with that. <laughs> it would kind of be a burden. And I think I would enjoy watching that. They're probably, he'd probably work his way into some songs. Right. And Drake loves, he's a rapper. He loves to brag. Yeah. That's part of a, yeah. the rap game. And yes. suddenly he's bragging about his grandson. His whip smart grandson. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, fresh cut flowers, I guess, would be Shelley Duvall. Uh, not it, that sounds a little gender conforming, whatever. But um, I just feel like she would really appreciate that. I don't think that she would benefit from four Instagram followers. <laughs> the Softy Brothers might really like that. They might go on their Instagram, assuming they have a shared. Yeah, Instagram. of course they do. They're kind I of like one of those know. couples that has a shared Facebook account. We should look they want to make sure they're not cheating on each we other. We should look it up. But I feel like if they got four new followers, they would be, <laughs> yeah, they could be pretty psyched. You know, if they were verified and they were like, Cool followers. Right, not, not just like, four blank accounts. No, no, no. Not just like four, you know, civilians. I'm talking about like four, you know, cool other famous right. people. Um, you know, like I was thrilled uh, recently when I saw that someone started following, you know, that account Passenger Shaming? I don't know this account. <sighs> Bridger. I'm so out of touch. Jeez. Are you on Instagram? <laughs> I am. And you don't follow passenger shaming? No, I don't. Have you ever been on an airplane before? I have been on an airplane okay, before. So you know about air travel. <laughs> There's a really funny Instagram account called Passenger Shaming. And it's all, you send them pictures of people doing terrible things on planes. So it's all people with like, you know, clipping their toenails. Uh, right, right. People with, um, you know, open wounds on their, <laughs> on their that legs. That person, person should be on an emergency <laughs> helicopter, yeah, but they got confused. But there's all sorts of just like really gross, no, not, not just gross, but like, like one I remember was a woman scrolling. She had the movie screen, you know, right in front of her in like first class and she's barefoot and she's scrolling through the movie choices <laughs> with her fucking bare feet. Oh, no. So someone she knows what she's so doing. So someone videoed that and sent it to passenger shaming. Anyway, I just <laughs> saw that they followed me on Instagram oh. and I was very excited. It's a funny account. So for the Softy right. brothers, if they had, you know, a verified cool mm -hmm. uh, account like that. I they, feel like they, they would be excited, excited to get a follow from Shelly Duvall. I don't know her Instagram game. I don't know either, she, but I feel like they'd be like, Shelly's following us. This is this is a terrible question. And I apologize if Shelly is listening. Is Shelly alive? <laughs> oh boy, I hope so. I don't. She is. Okay, Annalise is nodding yes. Annalise, you have been typing furiously. <laughs> Are you transcribing? Uh, Annalise is writing their novel. <laughs> I've asked Annalise, please put the novel on hold for one hour. Oh, she can't. Uh, Inspiration it, <laughs> strikes when it does, and she is motivated to write. Um, it's uh, look when you're writing a novel, you have to throw yourself into you it. You've got, got to. to just you got to get, get it out it. there. So Shelley Duvall is currently alive. Correct. We okay, <laughs> okay. We have confirmation she is alive. We don't know whether she's on Instagram, but 
she would, I assume, like fresh cut flowers more than right. four followers on Instagram. I feel like the title of the Safty Softy Brothers movie about Shelley Duvall is called Fresh Cut Flowers. It's kind of a, a spiritual follow-up to Uncut Gems. That's great. The, and people are like, Shelley's back. That's why, why hasn't she been in movies for the last 40 years? Well, the Safties know. Uh, are you friends with the Safties? I, well, based on it my pronunciation specific, of their last name. It was, but it was a very specific poll there well, to what, be like, the Safties are on here? Yeah. <laughs> this is an endless list of celebrities. <laughs> That's what I was calculating. I'm randomly calculating celebrities. If the celebrities. walked by you in the grocery store, not together. Not together. Not together. Just apart from right. Would you go, holy crap, that's Steve, David and Chris. Steve Safdie. I don't know their names. What is it David and Chris? No, I have no idea what their okay. names are. So you would Albert and them. Simon. <laughs> you wouldn't know them. Um, I would only recognize them together. You okay. separate them and I'm essentially blind. Okay. I don't... I'm, I'll take your word for it. I... I I'm not, feel I'm, like not that convinced. I'm, I'm not convinced that you would recognize them together. Well, let's look at the With evidence shirts on here. that said, we are the Safdie brothers. The evidence is I know their most recently produced movie. I'm now you actually about talking it. about it being good. So maybe I do know them. I think that you saw like a part of a trailer on Instagram <laughs> like I did, like yesterday. And you're like, oh, funny. Is it funny papers? Is that what funny it? pages. Funny pages. And I think that, I think what happened was it was just at a film festival, maybe in Venice, right? Probably or TIFF. Yes, TIFF. <laughs> we. I love know. the name TIFF for a, <laughs> the for, Tiffany Film Festival. For a film festival. Uh, no, don't know them, but uh, it feels like that's those are nice natural choices. They get four followers. Hopefully, one is Shelley. Yeah. Revives her career, so you no longer think she's dead. Uh, she's getting flowers. Maybe the day she gets nominated for the Oscar for being in this. In this, in this movie. Are the, you have you ever been to this is going back to you? <laughs> I know you're about to wrap it up right there. <laughs> um, but as a guest, I won't allow it. Will you be at Sundance this year? Do I, you because you are from Utah? I used to go to do, Sundance. Is that true? Just like uh as an observer okay. when I lived in Utah. Yeah. I would you go there and see movies? Yeah, we would go see movies. Oh, cool. Uh you would buy tickets or whatever and go yeah. see movies. I've never been there as a as a person in the industry yeah yeah maybe at some point i've had i feel like i had a short film screened by sundance at another thing that wasn't sundance which was nice but then it was also like come on bob what about take the pod there take you take a podcast to a film festival yeah there's so many celebs maybe and what we're just waiting for them to pass by well you do you do you do a a short you do like a speed round with people and they're giving me their sundance swag Oh, my God. Here we go. The wheels are turning. I mean, it is swag city there. It's crazy. I mean, I would get swag, and I wasn't a celebrity or anything. They're just handing out <laughs> nice I got, things. I got in a lot of trouble. Um, I went there. No big deal. I you know, I can afford to go to the festival. <laughs> no, I went there um, for something a couple of years ago, and there was a, a booth or whatever, the people that make coach, you know, bags. Oh, sure, and, sure. Uh, co- you know, so um, I saw something there that I wanted and I, they didn't have it in my size. It was a big jacket. It was like a big pea coat that they made. Oh, and I was sure, like, sure. oh, and they said, oh, we'll send it to you. Just give us your address and we'll send it to you. So a huge like bag of coach came what? to my house and my wife was so excited for one second and then <laughs> saw that it was for me and was so mad that I, I got something her. for myself and did not get something for her. And I really did screw up. I was a big mental blunder. <laughs> 
But in and that situation, could you have said, "Can I also get one for my wife?" Or is that? I think that I might be crossing. Know. I'm line. not very famous, and I'm like kind of lucky to be getting swag. <laughs> so to be like. Hey, what about for my wife? There, you know, it depends. It depends. If and the you're people- kind of blindsided in that moment. You're like, I didn't expect this to happen to think of another person. Yeah. And like all the people you could be getting things for. But I think our our idea for you to take this podcast to Sundance and get so much swag. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that's a little bit devious right. to, to do it. But it's also just a great way to get a lot of famous mm-hmm. people to do the show. That's an, a, I mean, the wheels are turning. And you're from there. Right, it makes you perfect could go sense. Go see your family. You could also maybe make amends. Maybe there's people that you have to. Half of that episode is me apologizing <laughs> to different Mormons, and then meeting celebrities and, and getting the things that they're like, too tired to carry around. Exactly. Uh, and then it's like 17 degrees. There's snow boots, and there. <laughs> yeah. There are good things at Sundance. There are. Hopefully, uh, yeah. The, I feel like this has got to happen. At there's some a point. lot of swag there. Yeah. Uh, Robert, reach out. Robert Redford, invite me. I've got a. I'll Do you think he's listening right now? Of course. Okay. Yeah. I just I, I don't know the audience for the pod, so I don't know whether right. Robert Redford is actively live. You know, it is a live he's, show, and so. he's trying to get through, but his phone isn't working. Okay, because I'm looking at my phone, and I've disabled his phone remotely I don't because have any there was a point calls. when he was calling in too often, <laughs> and it was like, "Yes, you're a celebrity, but what was the last real thing you did?" I have a terrible question. Robert Redford is still alive. Robert is... Question mark. Annalise nodding head. Okay. Okay. Confirm that? Okay. He was in a movie about being lost at sea a few years ago. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I remember him clinging to a piece of... I just feel like I haven't seen him, so I'm... Right. I'm assuming he's doing okay. Annalise... Okay, she's Skyping with him, so he's fine. (laughs) Okay. Robert is Skyping into the podcast. (laughs) He's... Screaming at Annalise. (laughs) What the Put me through to the boys. (laughs) Tell him I'm alive. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, perfectly played game. Thank you. Excellently played. We have to answer a listener question. Would you help me? Oh, God. It's not, <laughs> honestly, it's not my favorite part of the show, but I will do it. You hate this. You've I don't love it. about this part of the show. I don't love it because I like it when it's us. I like it when it's me and Bridger and Annalise is kind of like looking at us. And Robert kind of begging And Robert's to be like on trying it. to Skype in. I don't love letting the <laughs> listeners in this much, but we can if you want. Okay. Uh, this is the final segment of the podcast. Thank God. It's <laughs> you and me both. Uh, it's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Can you say the address one more time? I said no gifts at gmail.com. Okay. I'm going to start. Kind of hammering that with. I'm going to fucking go after it. (laughs) Takes over your life in a really unhealthy way. (laughs) Uh, Write me back. Why aren't you writing me? (laughs) I know where you live. I've been to your house. Entire emails in the subject line. (laughs) It's just so, so angry. Uh, Here's a good. Let's read this one. This says. Dear Bridger and uh, most disrespectful guest yet, probably. So that's an interesting way to present you. Wow. Uh, my, Did they know that it was going to be me? No. They must have known, right? No. They you consulted... Don't, uh, you don't pre-promote who's coming. That wouldn't make sense. We've been, uh, like, for months. Rob's <laughs> coming to the show. Hyping, don't give up yet. Hyping my appearance. <laughs> please, please. Uh, my husband, Dakota, and I welcomed our baby girl, Emma, into the world on April 1st. She was our first child, and we are totally in love with her. I have since quit my job, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. Our two-year wedding anniversary is approaching, and this is where I need your help. Being a single-income family, we're on a tight budget. Will you please give me uh, gift ideas for our anniversary? Dakota, 
the husband, enjoys I feel playing. Like we're saying Dakota's name a lot. <laughs> we're really like uh, promoting Dakota. We this get it. Been written by Dakota. <laughs> for all we know, <laughs> Dakota enjoys playing disc golf and listening to the Grateful Dead. The oh traditional- <laughs> boy! Oh boy! <laughs> the traditional two-year. And Dakota's the income earner. <laughs> not he, for long. When baby. he's not listening to the he's, dead and playing he's frisbee all over golf, the country. He's following them on tour. <laughs> he's selling Trying vegan to get in burritos. Touch with Jerry. Uh, the traditional two-year anniversary gift is cotton, and the modern gift is China. Thank you, Jordan. So either Jordan, Jordan or Dakota. Dakota and Emma. That's a handsome family. That is a good-looking family. They're yeah. getting the pic- They're getting pictures for the holiday cards already. And I don't know where they live or what they look like, but they do sound. Their names are extraordinary. Um, I don't think you have to go by the whatever. It's the two years. What do so you that's think the, of those? I don't, I, know, I don't buy I don't into even that. Even know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know who made that up. It's certainly not a gift that you would be like, oh, thank you for the thing made out of cotton. Like, <laughs> I'd rather have a fucking diamond, you dumb dumb, you know? <laughs> so for Dakota. He famously loved diamonds. <laughs> Dakota loves diamonds. Right? <laughs> he's like following the dead and he's wearing his diamond. Just dripping in jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> he's got ice. So much ice. <laughs> um, Spending the one income. <laughs> So Dakota, and by the way, we're not making fun of Dakota that he likes the dead or he's on tour with them. I don't know that he's on tour with them. I'm sure he he may have a a great job. We're stereotyping Dakota. Um, But what do you give um, your husband who's into Frisbee golf and the dead for their two-year anniversary? And they have one child. Um, So you don't want to spend a ton of money. Right. Um, I mean, I feel like the baby... We have three people in this scenario. One has a job. One is new to the world and has gotten rid of one of the jobs. This baby needs to become an income earner. Oh, we well, launched an a, uh, Instagram a, account. A whole other podcast. <laughs> Wait, this is not part of the gift. This is just a side hustle. Yes, this is in order to afford whatever gift we're about to present them. This baby has got to become extremely <laughs> this baby, famous. This baby, we're going to blow up Emma on Instagram. She does need some sort of cool content. <laughs> <laughs> out there. I don't know what her Insta game is She's like. got to have a gimmick. We've got plenty of babies at this point. What does yeah. this baby do that's going to break through the noise at this point? What does a baby have to do? Yeah. To, I mean, it's got to learn to talk real quick. Uh, maybe it's wearing something that a baby doesn't usually wear. These are all great ideas. Uh, uh, but we are getting away from the... <laughs> Because I'm worried about their income. Well, is there, um, are most of your emails gift related? They're almost a gift or like social situations. It's so hard for me. It's hard. I'm not a great gift giver. I I absolutely believe in both of us because we have information here. Disc golf. Have you ever played disc golf? I, not that I would like to talk about throwing (laughs) up. Yeah, there are, um, there, what they do is they set up these little posts. And uh, you know it's like a like a about four or five feet tall, and it right. has a little um, a bunch of chains around it with a basket, and you okay. throw the frisbee, and you try to get it stuck in these chains so it falls into the basket. Oh sure, it's, sure, sure. It's really fucking lame. It's so <laughs> lame. It's so Dakota. Lame. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I mean Dakota. It's great, buddy. It is great, and <laughs> and we're gonna get you a frisbee made out of cotton. Um, no, I mean, I, if the tr- modern gift is China, is that what we're, we're talking about? Like the plates. Here's Maybe a porcelain here, here, frisbee. What, what is her name? Jordan. 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 Here's Emma the, Dakota. Here, here's the deal. Here, this is this is this is my move. This yeah. is what I would do. Get him something related to the baby. 
so that he can't not like it. You know what I mean? Like it's your two year anniversary. Emma is, you know, the the focal point of your of your marriage and your life. Mm-hmm. And if you give him something like I don't know, like a plate with her face on it, or frisbee that, with her face a on frisbee it, frisbee with her with face on it. Face Are and you Jerry kidding Garcia. me? Are Thank you kidding too. me? Can you get a frisbee? That must uh, in, be an item, bla- right? I'm sure. In the world of online customization, there if that doesn't be. happen, then it, that's after, after we launch sweatpants. Sweatpants. We're going straight into customized frisbees. Customized frisbees. <laughs> Put a picture of Emma on a frisbee. Mm-hmm. Done and it's done. It's set and sealed. It's done. You are really good at that. Bridger. We got to it. We absolutely you, is that got a, to it. Is that a burden for you? It's a. a it's fun? certainly a curse and a burden. Okay. It's work. <laughs> uh, it's draining me. Yeah. And eventually it's, I mean, it's aging me rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thinking of other gifts for other people. Just thinking about other people in general. Okay. I like to kind of just keep it all here and yeah, just. It can be taxing. Kind of go through the world thinking about Bridger looking in mirrors and. Yes. Uh, flexing. Thinking what's Bridger's next move. Yeah. This kind of thing. What's he going to buy at the grocery store? <laughs> Um, but yeah, to constantly be thinking about other people's gifts. And then of course people, you're famous for this now. People are going to be like your whole life or people are going to, Oh, what can I get? Right. uh, And then I'm absolutely, uh, just at a loss. Maybe is there a cheat for you? Like, is there a way to just have like five, you know, a <laughs> oh, that's list? That's not a bad and idea. And then you just go, no matter that who you meet. can kind of just be you tailored just, to the situation. Yes. You go, oh, okay. Here, I mean, custom frisbees. But you have to act like it's the first time you've Right. That just it. popped into my mind. Oh, have you heard of? I think, that I think kind so. Of thing. Also, sponsorship idea for you. You got to get these relationships going with these brands so that you can just fucking <laughs> go, oh, you got to get this thing from. Target or not Target because you know that's big. But like, all- <laughs> you know, if you if you get right, this is a great gift item. This brand of sweatpants, yes. I give it to everyone. Yeah. I yeah, know. exactly. Is that because I gave you sweatpants? <laughs> what if it wasn't? <laughs> what if I had completely forgotten sweatpants at this point? Very worrisome. Um, I feel like I feel like if companies sponsored you, if like you got five companies to sponsor you. Uh, that sold a variety of different types of stuff. You could always then say, "Oh, here, here's my secret. Yeah, go, to, go to blah 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 dot com." I reach into know? my gift toolbox. Yeah, and everyone loves this. I'm just trying to solve problems for, for you because it sounds like a burden. You know, that I have a lot of issues in my life. No, I just I don't <laughs> like it's stressful to me. We look, we have to go to a kid's birthday party next weekend, and I'm like. I'm stressed about what do I get this person. I don't, That's a hard one because other parents them. are going to be seeing what you gave the kid. And what is the price budget for a kid's gift these days? I go. I I I don't want to go too low, so I spend a thousand. I spend a thousand <laughs> on my daughter's, like you know, a classmate of hers in kindergarten. I just go. Well, let's just a thousand will be nice. No one will complain. <laughs> we usually make it a gift card. It'll be like a thousand dollar Starbucks gift card. Piece of furniture from Crate and Barrel or something. A new couch. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, an L shaped couch for your seven year old. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. Uh, I, that is. I I feel for you that it's tough. It's I appreciate tough to be that. Thinking about that, the holidays must be. The holidays are killing me. They're absolutely bleeding me dry. Oh, this podcast emotionally and financially. This podcast, if you listen long enough, it does take a dark turn. Most of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, it starts to just slowly. It starts off very positive. Through. Very. Then we get to the gift. And then there's some, you know, 
a little bit of a come down, and then eventually we get. If to you where, had just looked at that crack in the foundation at the very beginning, you would know that this was all going to cave in around you. Yeah, but yeah, 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 it sneaks up on you, and uh, your day's ruined. <laughs> Rob, I have my sweatpants here. Bridger, it was a delight to give them to you. I'm so happy you came. I'm going to be wandering around the neighborhood in these and oversized Crocs. Thank you. The neighbors will thank you. Well, thank you for... I, I hope that you will get a lot of use out of them. Look, God forbid that your house burns down, but keep them keep them <laughs> handy so you can run outside. Some firefighter I'm dangling lifeless from his arms in my sweatpants. I mean, definitely... I could see you cradled as a baby in sweat in these sweatpants <laughs> in a big strapping fireman's Huge, arms. Like a nine foot tall fire. Like, well, can I just put you down now? It's okay if you want to carry me around longer. <laughs> well, I'd really prefer I mean, I kind of saved you already. I'll just put you down, right, bro? <laughs> eh, it's okay if you want to carry me. <laughs> I'm being passed from arm to arm. The firemen are passing me in a circle. Oh, you're imagining the old timey rescue where they pass you down the line <laughs> yes. of like the the bucket brigade. Like they pass the last you one. I land in his arms and he kisses fire... me. It's really romantic, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> that would be beautiful. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, everybody. And listener, I know your day has been absolutely decimated and ruined. Uh, where do you go from here? It's anybody's guess, but. That's the risk you take when you start listening to this podcast. And it happens week after week. Maybe eventually you'll learn to stop. But uh, in the meantime, I want you to pick up the pieces and move on. The podcast is over. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Bradley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here. I thought I made myself perfectly clear. When you're a guest in my home. Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!